was good. Ah, was popping. It's BK and DJ APM. Let's go. Are you going to do another game show like that? I mean, if the opportunity comes, yeah. Like, I'm totally down with this thing. It's like, I feel like we was ahead of our time. Like, mm -hmm. it just didn't. If we would have started maybe like six months later, because think about it, like, we were caught traction. And then, like, I think we would have killed during the quarantine because, you know, people needed something to do. Right. That's definitely it. That's definitely yeah. it. Um, are you going on tours or anything? Like, do you do tours for DJing? So, I actually might have two tours coming up. Um, my man, he's down in Atlanta. So, I was in Atlanta last weekend. We were shooting a music video for his, um, for one of his songs off his new EP that I got. It's coming out. Um, actually, new mixtape that's coming out, um, sometime in March. And mm -hmm. then, um, I, um, my other homeboy, Marlo, he just dropped his EP last, last Monday. And, uh, we're, we're trying to build a tour around him as well so yeah we got some things coming up okay how was your um trips i know you went on a couple of trips recently how was your trips yeah i mean they were good atlanta was definitely great because um they open you mm -hmm. know um and djing is a live thing you know like you know i shot everybody that tuned into all of my you know my uh ig lives or on the twitch but my thing is like i gotta be in the you know around the people it's an energy mm -hmm. thing so right. like it felt good to actually like play in front of people, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then the thing is too, they got a little bit of. It, it kind of feels like New York. Basically, mm -hmm. everybody from New York moved out of Atlanta, and then like they just got different vibes. So you could do something literally on every day of the week. Right. So how do you feel? How did you get into DJing? Like, what started your DJ oh, wow. thing? I mean, I just always loved music. Like, music was my thing. Uh, my mom always had music in the um, in the house playing. My cousin actually is the one that. So it's like a, a mix of my mom and my cousin. My mm -hmm. older cousin, the G. Shout out to the G. Um, he had the Chronic poster on his wall in his room, and you know, like you always look up to your big brothers and your big cousins. So mm -hmm. I was just like, Yo, what is this, right? Right. So you know, I would get into his cassette, his cassette, his cassette collection. And, right. You know, Jack, all his stuff. But then my mom, she had a very diverse ear. So she would be, you know, playing all of the old school records, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, the Osley Brothers. But mm -hmm. then, like, she would be listening to, like, Duran Duran and, like, mm -hmm. uh, 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 what's their name? Like, Queen, you know what I mean? Like, that, that, right. that alternative and that rock music. I was like, okay, so that's how, like, I just always felt, I always had music around. Right. Would you think that you would ever do like a mixing class, like teach people how to DJ a type of thing? Would you ever do that? I mean, I, I would, but the thing is too, like you could get the technical skills, but being able to read the crowd, like you'd have to like literally just, like the way everybody else learned it, like being an apprentice or something. So like, mm -hmm. you know, um, linking up with a DJ that you look up to or just linking up with a DJ that's on trying to do what you want to do mm -hmm. because it's it's funny it, there's different kind of djs you know what i'm saying like you have your djs that they just you know they just cut and scratch and like they do routines you mm -hmm. know what i mean and like that's dope to me but that's not my style right my style is in the club playing um feedback talking you know talking on the mic like full entertainment style 
Right. And you also have DJs that do weddings and stuff, and that's awesome mm-hmm. too, because you know that's everybody got their own different avenue. But like, right. So like, if you want to be a like a like a technical DJ, kind of scratch, like that, I, I probably I wouldn't be the best person for you to learn under. Right. You understand? Know right. And is yeah. DJing like? Would you consider produce basically? Would you produce an album just like of your mixes? Like your different mixes and stuff, or would you just keep putting it out on SoundCloud? Cause I I be listening to your mixes sometimes when I work out. They they lit. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah, like that's I, I, that's ultimately the goal. What I'm trying to do, you know what I mean? And like that's why I'm also always trying to like stay current with what's going on, and not just in like not just in New York, but just all over. Because now with the internet and everybody being on lockdown, you look for different flavors, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and then next thing you know, those different flavors might be like the, the next genre that's it, or like the next person that's it. Uh, shout out to Edinburgh Style, I see you. Um, like, case of point, what's his name? Poo Shifesty. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think he's really big out in New York yet, but in every party I went to in Atlanta, it was just like, he's the one. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Would you um ever do like a mix on if somebody like Jay Z or Jada Kiss or Nas or somebody asked you to mix a track or to mix a a genre of music for like a beat for them? Would who would you go with? Uh yeah, definitely. Shout out to Quill. Um, shout out to my brother Quill in Atlanta. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I honestly think that Jay Z is my favorite rapper of all time. Mm-hmm. Right. Without a doubt. And Nas is up there, too. But, like, if Jay called me, like, say, because, you know, Jay, that's Bruce Wayne. Shout out to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he might, say, if he said the back call, I, I'm, I'm going to be right there. <laughs> right. Okay. So, how right. do you feel in New York? Is New York a different vibe? Or you think you're going to go to, like, Cali or something with your DJing? Like, are you going to stay in the city? Or are you going to go to, like, a different area? Wow, that's a tough question. I mean, for the most part, yeah, I'm staying in the city. Um, I mean, like to keep it a thousand, my style is different than like Cali, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that a lot of people don't realize. So, like, you know, different regions, they DJs like, like kind of fit to that region. So, LA, you know, and this is before the lockdown, but LA was more of like a, a chill style. So, like, if you go to the clubs in LA, they let the whole record play, like, you know, and there's long blends. Because they, you know, some right. culture maybe or whatever. So it's like, right. wow. Hippie. Hippie I'm shit. <laughs> they mean that hippie shit. Yeah. I'm coming with these records. And my style is like, yeah, I'm playing that quick, but you don't get no break because I'm playing hit after hit after hit. So right. you think that, like, yo, he's playing the music too fast. No, because I'm coming with another one. You just right. Like, you got to cut it and mix it well. It's all about the engineering. If you know the engineering of a track, of the beat, of the background, it's pretty much how you mix it. Because you can mix African bambada with something from, like, this century. The beats are similar. But you got to have an ear for that. And that's what people don't understand. If you don't got an ear for a beat, you really don't got an ear for music because you just listening to the words. You got to listen to the beat. You're not catching the feel of the music. So, do you think that, what would be your favorite mix that you've done recently? Wow, that's another hard question. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, all of them is my favorite. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
I, I tell you something that's crazy, though. Like, I'll listen to mixes that I did when I first started or, like, even when I was... So, like, technically, I've been DJing now for about 16 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm listening to mixes from, like, when I first started or, like, mm-hmm. even when I had, like, two or three years in. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I really put this out because it was, like... The song selection was there, but the skills weren't there. And, like, I'm like, ah, whereas to now, it's mm-hmm. just, like, automatic. I'll mess up. Well, I won't put anything out unless I know, like, it's fire. Right. You know what I mean? Then even when I know it's fire, I, like, I, I still hear the mistakes because I know I did it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Whereas other people, they're not catching it because they're right. just, like, quoted to the vibe. Yeah. Right. What do you think um, is your favorite track to like mix together? If you had two tracks to mix together to make a sick transition, what would be the two tracks or like the three, four? I'll bet. Like, all right, so I have a couple of them, but one of my favorite ones that like this is like, like an older song. Mm-hmm. Well, not older, but like in today's generation would be considered older, but like, remember Classic Man? And like, mm-hmm. I was, it, it was like, it's funny. So, remember Classic What's up, Man was named Jadena? Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Trey Songz had Slow Motion. Mm-hmm. So, like, Slow Motion is a slower song, but it has that same clap breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I would go from that into Jadena Classic Man and then into, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Major Lazer song, one of the famous songs. I mean, one of the biggest songs. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it was just it was it was tight because I was playing with the claps, mm-hmm. and it, it made it sound like one song. Mm-hmm. If you had to mix a Nas, a Biggie, a Biggie, a Nas, a Biggie song, and like um, fuck who else, like a a Heavy D song, which songs would you use? I ruled the world. Mm-hmm. Nas and um, Laura Hill. Then I would do that into going back to Cali. Mm-hmm. Um, B I G, and then mm-hmm. into uh, uh, nothing but love. Right. Uh, heavy D. Yeah. That's my that's my joint. If you could so go. What's up, bro? Right. If you could go into any year, like the eighties, the nineties, shit, two thousand and fucking forty. I don't know. If you could go into any year right now, which year would you go into to like start DJing? Right now, right now. I don't. I ain't with the going into the past. I ain't with the like. I'm. I'm with right. Artists coming up that you would like to work with, who would it be? Um, wow, that's a great question. Honestly, and I mean, she's not coming up, but like Ella May, mm-hmm. I have a crazy idea for, uh, I mean, excuse me, excuse me, I got a crazy idea for Ella May and for DJ Mustard, and mm-hmm. I don't want to say it because, like, I don't want somebody to steal it. Right. But at the same time, just, like, listen from the music, I'm like, man, like, I know she would kill this, like, like a remix almost. Right. And it's, it's, I, 
I need, I don't know who to contact to get to them, but like, right. I think we can fire, yeah. So, what's your favorite song of all time to get you like inspired to do your mix? That's that's an impossible question. I go through <laughs> different phases. So, but I can tell you right now the phase that I'm in and what I've been listening to every time I'm about to either go DJ or if I'm about to go do a mix or whatever mm -hmm. is Quiet Storm Remix. Deep. Yo, I was just listening to that last night, so we have to do it for for Yo. for the one time because that is fl flavor in your ear by um Craig Mack. That's my shit. Yeah, that's that's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. know but quiet storm and peaches and cream have the same yep yep the same wonder they definitely do and that's the thing you gotta just have an ear for hip-hop and not even hip-hop just music in general because if you don't know about transitions and beats and which jumps next and this and that you can't really say you got an ear for music because you closed off to certain things you got to listen to like the older music the newer music and just transition 100 100 if you could host a party like for your top five inspirations when it comes to music or hip-hop or whatever like any any type of music who would you invite to like the party to hear your mix um, alright, so Jay-Z, mm -hmm. I'm going Pharrell, mm -hmm. I'm going Dr. Dre, mm -hmm. that's what, that's three? Mm -hmm. I'm going Quincy Jones, of course, and I'm going Puff, Puff Daddy. Of course, I would do, yeah. I would do Puff, if Pac was still alive, Pac, and then, yeah. of course, Beyonce, Beyonce gotta be there. Um, I'm doing Little Kim all the way because okay. that's one thing I would want to do. Because Little Kim having like this little contest to see play her in the movie, I want yeah. that shit so bad. I would body that shit so bad because I'm from Brooklyn, so like I already know her little. Du -du 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 -du. I already know how to do her little thing, her little vibe. And then of course maybe she's not really a singer, but like Oprah. I would have Oprah there and Tyler Perry just so that they could do production. Like, <laughs> like that's it. That's definitely it. So, of new singers, of new singers, who would you think is like a great up and coming artist for 2020, 2021? Who is like a great artist that you would recommend just put their music out there? Um, yeah, like like I mentioned before, my brother Quill mm -hmm. and then my brother Marlo, you know what I mean? Like, Marlo's new tape, I was listening to it in the car, and mm -hmm. it's just crazy. Like, he really pushed himself from the last one. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to my boy Vio, what's up, Matt? And then um, my brother Quill is the same thing, where it's just like, you know, all of the, all of the turn-up music is cool, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, being in the club or whatever. But then at the same time, like, you know, I think one thing that the quarantine, like, showed us is like, yo, what do you listen to when the club is closed? Right. Right. And, and you know, they bring in, like, real perspective and, like, telling, um, 
like authentic stories that you can identify with wherever you at in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and and the tracks are slamming too, just to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you ever do a versus if you had to do a versus with like all produ- not all producers, but like your top two favorite producers, like who would you want to see on a versus? Um that's a very difficult question and I've thought about it a lot, <laughs> I think um, like Pharrell is probably one of my like fa- Pharrell and the Neptunes they're like one of my favorite producing duos of all time mm-hmm. um, but like they shit is space age right so mm-hmm. like they could only honestly battle either like Timberland mm-hmm. or or um, or uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis cause mm-hmm. They they, they 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 make the records, they write the records, so mm-hmm. it's like that's a different kind of competition. Right. And J D was saying like he's the only like Pharrell would probably be the only one that he could do versus I guess. But like and they they records are different if that makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. these niggas were still really in Mars. That's why they put right. themselves in Neptunes. You know? Right. Yeah. I love um I would have to say Kanye. I wanna do something with Kanye. And, like, if Kanye and Timbaland and Pharrell could, like, do a track with, like, all the Jay-Z, um, Beanie Single, fucking Jada Kiss. Like, if they could do a track with, like, all the hip-hop greats from New York that are still, like, alive and just take it back to, like, when when Jay-Z was doing his 90s stuff, like a 90s type of vibe. That would be kill everything. I feel like that would really kill everything. Because 90s Jay-Z, can't nobody touch 90s Jay-Z. I don't care what nobody say. At all. At all. I don't care. Because that's a different type of Jay-Z. I mean, this Jay-Z now, they you know how to say, oh, Kanye is the best Kanye. 90s Jay-Z is literally the best. That one in Black Album Jay-Z. Black Album Jay-Z is pretty hot. The thing is, though, Jay is still, like, the new Nipsey record that just came out, mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to 98 Hope, you're not lying, but, like, the new Nipsey record he came out, like, you can still tell he's a black belt when it comes to rapping. Bro. Right. Like, the shit he was saying and the metaphors, you gotta listen to it. I'm still picking up shit from Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If he's... he's far ahead of everybody he's been far ahead of everybody yeah. I feel like he had to slow himself down for people to catch up yeah my favorite I'm gonna have to I'm gonna see if I can find it I literally my favorite Jay-Z track well one of my favorite Jay-Z tracks is Imaginary Players that's like my shit let me see if I can find it if we wanna play I don't wanna get kicked off live it might play let me see I gotta be like this pioneer to the shit, you know. I, I, I was popping that Chris Dow and a lot of y'all niggas thought it was big. If you could mix this song and something, and then like fucking like do a Nas beat, this beat, and like I guess a Timberland beat. That shit would be fire. But definitely, Jay is definitely the best. 
But also, if Biggie was still alive, which people say, oh, I don't believe that shit. When people say Biggie and Tupac on an island somewhere, motherfuckers tripping. <laughs> but if the both of them was still alive, I feel like music would be way different. Music is still way different, but I feel like they would have coached a little more the culture. Because with Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, Pop, Heavy D, if they was all still alive, the culture would be more lyrically, and, and I don't know how to say it, lyrically inclined. Nah, I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying. I mean, like, you know, we, we, we honestly, we'll, we'll never know. I think it's, it's, it's also about, like, what's going on in life, too, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, you know, they were talking about what they saw in their struggles and, like, you know, people don't realize it, but, like, like shit was real bad when they, obviously shit was real bad, right? Because mm-hmm. all of their stories are the same. It was on the block selling crack and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's honestly, like, a double-edged sword because as life got easier for people, right? Like, think about it, kids. Instead of growing up in the projects, they was growing up in the suburbs. And, mm-hmm. like, they wasn't really out here. No, like, nobody after it. What like two thousand five or six was really selling crack like as a teenager, unless he was really in like a real, real desperate situation, right? So like that's why you have kids that now it's just all about lean and turning up and having a good time because the struggles right. are totally different, right? So like we don't know. And I think I also think that in schools they need to bring back music. Like music class for me was my escape. Because when you went to music or you went to art, that was like the best best thing ever. But if they have music classes where they could teach you how to mix tracks, they could teach you how to like make music, this and that, or after school program even, I feel like that would also help the communities a lot. Because a lot of kids, they're just so caught up in like just reckless shit, like Instagram fucking selling selling OnlyFans and shit. I don't know what these little kids do. <laughs> but I feel like if we had classes like financial classes or um, classes for music solely and it like taught like the history of like music and stuff like that, I feel like this generation would definitely be inclined on like in the music industry or even in the regular industry such as like computers and stuff because if you learn about computers you can pretty much do anything it's 100 percent true i think honestly too like to piggyback off that point is the fact that like school is so outdated you know what i'm saying like they're still teaching things that like are basically about to be antiquated you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like instead of i mean like yeah you should learn your fundamentals right or like the basics of the basics, but then, like, you should start learning about things that you might like to do and want to do, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and, and what's because they say, like you said, the music programs, the music programs not only were, like, the instructional, but, like, like they gave kids an incentive and they gave kids out. Mm-hmm. And they gave kids, like, yo, from 9 a.m. or whenever school started till about 6 or 7 p.m., mm-hmm. they're doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And then by that time, after that, then it's to the prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of either, like, being caught outside or now, even worse, coming home and just being glued to these things. You know what right. I'm saying? Being glued to the TV and the phone for X amount of hours. No right. Like, trying anything anymore. Right. I feel like, I feel like some people in this generation will definitely grow from, like, their phones and stuff. Because phones, you can, you could do a lot of stuff on your phone. 
But if you wake up, because I'm guilty of it, waking up and checking my Instagram. But that's because, like, I mark it off my Instagram and I do stuff off my Instagram. But if you're waking up, posting pictures and doing this and doing that, you're not really focused on your real goals. Because you don't really have goals other than IG, social media. Like, what kids don't have goals nowadays and that's sad to me because i remember growing up and hearing oh i want to be a doctor i want to be a zoologist i want to you know study science i want to you know be a scientist you ask kids what they want to do nowadays i want to make an only fans i want to have a bunch of money i want to marry a baller like like i don't know how, what advice would you give your younger self as an up-and-coming DJ from now? Um, I would say um, always practice. Keep practicing. Keep practicing. Um, practice on the mic. Um, learn. Keep doing the history. Doing the history. Like, and going to different rooms, too, you know. I look at I look at DJing like sports, it's like you know, like basketball, because you know, there's it's basically like the amount of work that you put in is what you get out, right? And like mm-hmm. when you go you go into these other rooms and you see like, and when I say other rooms, I mean like not just going to hip hop spots or like spots that I'm used to, right? Mm-hmm. So go to the go to the pop spots, go to the, the the EDM and the dance music spots, maybe even go to the rock spot, cause like there's always something that you can learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, case in point, a lot of DJs now, they think that you can just come. And it is easier, you know, with your computer and your controller, you plug in and mm-hmm. then that's that. But, like, you know, what are you going to do when you have to put some wires together? If you got to mm-hmm. splice a wire. Like, I came up under some DJs that, like, yeah, you have to be a DJ, but basically you have to be an engineer, too. Mm-hmm. Something can go wrong. Right. What are you do when shit goes wrong? You right. Know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely always got to have a backup to your plan. Because if you don't, then everything is just dependent. You can't depend too much on technology. But people know that. People do it, but you really can't depend too much on technology. If you could work with Little Kim or Foxy Brown, who would you work with? I'm going Lil' Kim. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause she went crazy. She, so she's on a couple of my favorite tracks of all time. Now that I think about it. Uh huh. Benjamin. Yep. She went bubble with the beat up. She that, was crazy. Yeah. Dave, I mentioned it before. Quiet Storm remix. Hot damn old. Here you go again. She, she cooking the rock, bitch. Hot as a cock, bitch. One of my favorite songs of all time is. Wait a minute, Pharrell and Ray J. And, you know, Lil' Kim is on there. Ah, ta-da, watch out now. I'm like, oh, they went crazy. So, yeah, I'm going Kim. Right. Let me let me go ahead and play real quick. It's going to play. It should. We're about to do it for the one time. The Quiet Storm. Vibe out. Just real quick. Just real quick. You got to vibe out for a minute. Been through it all, man. Yo, my sweaty tears. Niggas dead and shit. <laughs> the fuck else can happen, yo? Yeah. Don't think much yeah. more, son. Come on, man. Yeah, 
seen all the things in the world, yo. That's how niggas know, like me. Hold them up for real, for real. That's it, the truth. Blowing niggas red, busty ass German things Giving the double as I motherfucking claim the fame Throwing your wetsuit when it rains and pours and all Hit them with the fall, don't even know it from a hole in the wall Get at me, niggas wanna clap me Since you wanna rap me, put it right where they back me Keep my thumbs close to me and the maze even closer Sending kites with the motor rollers, yeah Give them the cold soda with a hollow tip to match Bad apple out of the bat, obsessed with gas Since a little dude eating niggas full buck fifties Niggas can kill me but they coming with me How about Outdash and the queen beat to attack Only your fly bitch like that to leave him relax Rock him to sleep, make him think the drama is dead Yo, I smile up in your face, but I'm fine instead Yo, this is the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump him in the club, shit, have you out and out with your mom shit Start to your eardrum, the more uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump him in the club, shit, have you out and out with your mom shit Start to your eardrum, the more uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Hot damn ho, here we go again Lil Kim is lethal. I swear, she is lethal. But it's nobody. It's like nobody that could go against Little Kim, Trina. Eve, nobody could go against them because it's like they can't do a versus. They just have to sit and watch. Literally. Not like not like that. Not like that. She was talking that talk. Right. Ooh. Like nobody. Y'all on some following shit. Coming in the game on some modeling shit. Oh, she was talking crazy. So if you had to take a track like a soundtrack from your favorite movie. And do a mix to it. What movie would it be? Um, damn. It would have to be either Paid in Full or Friday. Okay. Would you mix them together or do it separately? I'd have to mix it together. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I feel like Juice. Juice got it. Oh, Juice oh, soundtrack. Oh. And fucking shit. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Other than Juice and maybe Brothers, but Brothers, I don't know if they had a good soundtrack. I'm not sure. I ain't hear their soundtrack in a minute, but Yo, definitely Juice, Juice. Can I tell you? Can I tell you that that movie was one of my inspirations of why I started DJing? Because like, yo, I never wanted to be a rapper. I uh-huh. never wanted to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a DJ. Like mm-hmm. when Mike, I mean Omar Epps is GQ, and he just create like a black what do you call it not a black business because you are a black business because you a dj i mean you black (laughs) but are you gonna create merch like merchandise or 
anything like that or do you want to like just have your own space to like DJ and host parties and shit like what's your next move I mean, we already got the merchandise. I, you know, I ain't even see that. I ain't even see that. He busted out. He busted out like that. I ain't even see that. That shit fire. Yeah, I didn't even put it out yet. You know, we got the Stitcher. We got the Ultramania. Um, yeah, we got things coming. I got a lot of things moving. It's just about, like, you know, being strategic with it because mm -hmm. I only got two speeds. I only got on and I only got off. So right, right now, it might seem like... At, like, I'm still doing things every day, but it might seem like it's slowed down because that's just getting ready to attack. Mm -hmm. And, like, attack from multiple multiple perspectives and multiple lanes. But, yeah, right. yeah we got the merch coming up. Um, uh, we got the podcast. We're kind of, like, in a transition phase of, like, you know, we're trying to acquire a studio space to mm -hmm. make sure, like, you know, we step it up to the highest level because, like, you know, everything now is about full speed and, like, you know, the highest level of quality and the highest level of professionalism. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I think my next move, my next move is merch. I'm going to create, like, bracelets, basically, like these. But they're going to have different boroughs of New York on them. And then they're going to have, like, special charms on it for, like, that certain borough. I can't wait. Nobody better not take my idea or I'm suing. But <laughs> but I'm definitely doing that because my one year anniversary for my podcast is next month or in April. Okay. So I'm definitely on the move with that. That's definitely my next move. Because I can't you can't stop. Like you gotta represent your city the hardest. And my podcast is literally caught into the city, so why not have city like jewelry and vibes and shit exactly exactly that's fire do you i feel like you should make i don't know it's just idea but i feel like you should make your own app you should make an app i don't know how you're gonna do it you got a team figure it out <laughs> but make make an app with like one-on-one -on -one type shit like djing and shit or have like all your mixes on it and then teach people how to how you mix them together, like type of thing. But it's all on the app. I wouldn't. I I don't know. That's like a long term, long term thing. Just idea though. That should be fired as well. But I appreciate having you. We got lit. We about to take it out with some Jada Kiss because we got to. We got to do it the right way. We got to. We got to. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for having me. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that tuned in and you know, that's gonna listen to this on the podcast. Definitely, um, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody out there on the IG. Shout out to uh, the 917 podcast. Shout out to my brother, bro. What's up, man? I see you. Shout out to everyone, body. Shout out to Body Buds. We got big things coming soon, and you know, you know, the vibes. That's how it's here, right? You know, the vibes, right. <laughs> I'm trying to find a song I want to end with. I got to end with a banger. End with a banger. Turn the fucking beat on. Yeah. We back. SB. I had to switch back to Don Perry on the rap, baby. Cock and run to stand the business. Son of a bitch. Double R. Look at me now. Kiss the game. You're fine. Yeah. 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 Y
got beef with the feds and the DA. I got footage of the game, press replay. I got bitches in the club all over me. Mine take it easy. And y'all scared, I can tell. And I'ma get bucks like Milwaukee, cause like Sam, I can sell. I'm that nigga, y'all know that. Bang you in the yard, then slide off on the early go back. In the streets, I flash the cannon like Kodak. And I spray threes, so say cheese. Already told you I'm looking for enemies. Double R, so of course it's better. I love cornrows and fire faucet feathers. It's a message in a glass bottle, read the letter. Money in the bank, membership, visa, sweaters. And we ride off D.I.E. together. Uh, uh, come on, put your hands up. Nah, fuck that, put your hands down. Come on, put your hands up. Nah, fuck that, put your hands down. Uh, come on, put your hands up. Nah, fuck that, put your hands down. Come on, put your hands up. Nah, fuck that, put your hands down. The master flow, fast and slow. You wanna know who the best is? Ask your hoe. The honeys don't lie, they love it. Nate cop for real. Trust me, dog. The thugs are dumb it. Kids hit you with consecutive hot shit. Therefore, nobody never gonna spit like I spit. Get money just to walk through off the books. When you mention my name, shit is off the hook. Shirts is off, titties is out. And you know if I'm there, hardest niggas in the city is out. I'm in the club, ice over the thermal. Waiting for you to try me. When the lights get low, I'ma burn you. Start with straight shots and then pop bottles. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models Got a slate to them all, mine's our model And y'all might get down with the team if y'all swallow Uh, uh, come on, put your hands up Nah, fuck that, put your hands down Come on, put your hands up Nah, fuck that, put your hands down Uh, come on, put your hands up Nah, fuck that, put your hands down Come on, put your hands up Nah, fuck that, put your hands down Kiss the game goodbye. The game is mine. All right, we out. The city is leaving the stop. <laughs> I'm about to drop the ball. Yo, deuces. I appreciate you. I really do. This is the best DJ, fuck it ever. Best DJ in the city. And we out. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link and everything. All right, for sure. All right, deuces. All right. Let's see how exit. Thank y'all for coming on to the city live. We lit. We vibing. Keep up. Spray up. Stay up.